Welcome to your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast with Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, broadcasting live from our headquarters studios in Buffalo, New York. Visit us online at empoweringeverydaywomen.org. Today's inspiration is to assure you that God is binding the hand of the enemy. We all go through seasons of setbacks and attacks, and though God allows these things to happen, at the appointed time, He binds the hand of the enemy and restores, replenishes, and renews us. So hang in there. God is on your side. Welcome to this your Monday, January 20th, 2020 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. My name is Deanna Hobbs and I am bringing you the biggest smiles and the warmest greetings ever. I missed you so much last week. My week simply did not go as planned. I so wanted to make it to the studio but simply was unable. However, the work of the ministry carried on, praise God. And even when you don't hear from me, you can be sure that my team and I are behind behind the scenes, rolling up our sleeves and helping those in need and doing everything we possibly can to fulfill the mission we are called to. So thank you for your love, your loyal support and partnership. Over the weekend, Daily Cup family, I celebrated my 22nd wedding anniversary. I am still on a high. Thank you for all the beautiful anniversary wishes from around the world. We have been through so much with my health over the past few years, but through it all, by the grace of God, it has made our bond closer and our marriage stronger than ever. So I'm feeling especially excited today. And as always, every time we come together, I enjoy sharing an empowering testimony from a member of our precious faith community. And today we received one from a woman named Edna in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. She wrote into the ministry and said, I am a teacher at an inner city high school and I work with students with learning disabilities. I love the work and I know it's my purpose, but it can be stressful and draining at times. A few months ago, one of my good friends, Alexandria, suggested that I listen to your podcast to give me a boost. Deanna, I now listen to you on the way to school every morning and it has changed me and my perspective for the better. I am fired up and I have a renewed commitment to my calling. Thank you for empowering me so I can help these kids who need it. Oh, I love this. Glory to God, Edna. Please thank Alexandria for the recommendation. Thank you for tuning in and for the sacrificial work you do in the school system. Can we get a praise break for Edna? and inspiring testimonies like this remind us that God is transforming lives through this ministry. We are grateful for your support that keeps these broadcasts available online as a free resource to help others grow. If you are being blessed and you believe in our mission to share the gospel, sow a seed of any size at empoweringeverydaywomen.org donate. Thank you for your generosity. All right, I want to get into today's word, but first a prayer. God, thank you for every single individual that pressed play. Please speak directly to their spirit today and draw the lost to the foot of the cross. In Jesus' name, amen. 
You know, Daily Cut family, I have been asked on multiple occasions, so what is it like to be a first lady of a church? And I never quite know how to answer that because for me, being a pastor's wife is really just all about serving. My mission is simple, to share the gospel, empower believers, save lost souls, and advance the work of God's kingdom. And just in case you don't know the backstory, my husband Kenya first accepted the role of executive pastor in April 2017. At the time, my dad, Bishop Joseph Brinson Sr. was pastoring an upstart ministry that operated out of this small white church building in the heart of the inner city that needed a lot of work and repairs. And being that my dad was 81, almost 82 at the time, he let it be known that he could really use our helping hands with operations and administration and some of the general duties. So Kenya and I prayed about it, we talked about it, and we joined the ministry, which back then was called Evangelistic Temple Church of God in Christ. A short while later, Dad retired from pastoring and relocated to Atlanta, Georgia. So Kenya took over the duties of the church completely and renamed the ministry City Church Buffalo. And that's how I became a pastor's wife. Since that time, we've moved on out of that building and the Lord is tremendously blessing and growing the ministry, saving souls, and expanding our missions and outreach in particular. We absolutely love co-laboring in God's kingdom, even though it is hard work, but not nearly as hard as the work Jesus did. And you know, when it comes to ministry, I look to Jesus as my prime example. Amen. The other day, I was reading about Jesus's earthly ministry in Mark 3 and how the Pharisees accused Jesus of being demon possessed. They said Jesus was literally driving out demons by the power of Satan. What a ridiculous accusation, right? But the Pharisees hated Jesus. They were high ranking Jews that regarded themselves as the guardians of God's word. They were the experts on the Bible and Jewish religion, but Jesus constantly called them out for replacing the word of God with their own man-made rules and traditions. The Pharisees rejected Jesus as the Messiah and sought every opportunity to undermine his authority and discredit his ministry. The Pharisees were the villains as far as Jesus's ministry was concerned. So in verses 23 through 27, Jesus responded to the Pharisees' erroneous accusation that he was a devil by explaining to the Pharisees that a kingdom or a house divided against itself can't stand. This is so important. If Jesus was a devil, as they said he was, why would he be tearing down his own kingdom? That wouldn't make any sense, right? So to further make his point, Jesus Jesus used this illustration of a thief robbing a strong man's house while the strong man was at home. In verse 27, he said, No one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man. Then indeed he may plunder his house. In other words, you can't just walk into a strong man's house and take what you want unless you first bind or restrain or tie up the strong man. Jesus made it clear that he was in no way in collusion with the forces of darkness. Rather, Jesus was binding the hand of the enemy and opposing him, he was tearing down the kingdom of that old thief, Satan. 
Speaking of thieves, in the late 90s, when Kenya and I were newlyweds and happily living in our tiny two-bedroom apartment in a suburb of Buffalo, we were up late one night and we heard this car alarm go off outside. We looked out of our living room window and saw a thief actively breaking into our neighbor's car. We could hardly believe our eyes. This was a quiet neighborhood. Nothing ever happened around there. So we called the police and by the time they showed up, the robber had already run off and stolen some stuff from our neighbors. And the police told us to be careful and make sure our car doors were locked and we didn't keep anything valuable in our vehicle because this thief was still on the loose. Our neighbors, of course, were grateful that we alerted authorities, even though we were sadly unable to stop them from getting robbed in the middle of the night. In a way, the enemy is like that car thief that is still on the loose. Satan loves to hide in the shadows quietly, doesn't he? Just waiting on the perfect opportunity to pounce. But unlike the devil, Jesus boldly walks in his authority and doesn't need to sneak around in the shadows. Jesus uses his authority to bind or to restrain the enemy and take away what Satan claims is his. And this is so encouraging to us because it reminds us that the one who lives inside of us has authority over that old thief who comes to rob us and take away what rightfully belongs to us. Somebody needs to hear this who pressed play on this podcast. You had some stuff stolen from you by that old thief Satan last year and in previous years the enemy came in and laid claim to some things that did not belong to him and you want it back. You want your joy back, your peace back, your health back, your stability back, your provision back, your family back. You want it all back. And I believe God is sending you this word to let you know that he is entering the strong man's house, the strong man being Satan and binding his hand and taking back everything that belongs to you. God is removing hindrances and you're about to experience a season of rest restoration this year because some stuff is yours and the enemy can't have it. Satan may have laid claim to it for a little while just as he came in and snatched away my health for a season but God snatched it back. I'm so thankful the Lord bound the hands of the enemy and released me from the grip of pain and affliction and he will do the same for you. For a season God allowed you to go through some things but Satan has never been authorized to permanently block, stop, or sabotage what God has ordained. That's why your comeback and your come up is inevitable. Your bounce back is imminent. You will not be confined to this low place. God is binding the hand of the enemy. I often tell you that Satan is on a short leash. He can only get so far before God yanks him back. And friend, listen, the power that lives in you is greater than the power of the one who is against you. Jesus, the rock of your salvation, your sword and shield is on the inside and he is exercising and flexing his power on your behalf. In your own power, you cannot bind the hand of the devil, but God, the all-powerful one, can. To encourage you, I'm stirring Romans 8 and 31 in the New International Version right into your cup of inspiration, which says, what then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? As you drink down the contents of your cup, rejoice that nothing Satan tries to 
could do and no weapon he forms will prosper. God is binding the hand of the enemy, loosing every shackle that has come to bind you, restoring what the enemy stole and releasing every good thing he has ordained that you receive. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. I thank you for binding the hand of the enemy who is a thief and a destroyer. And I praise you that you are restoring blessings, increasing favor and working things out for their good. By faith, I speak victory over their circumstances and I declare that they shall recover all. In Jesus' name, amen. Your daily cup of inspiration has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to yourdailycupofinspiration.com.